Hey, welcome back to Let's Be Blunt, a podcast where me, your host, Cheyenne, smokes and talks about blunt shit. Now, I rolled this blunt like ass today, so if you guys hear me pulling extra loud, that's why there's a hole in this bitch. How's everybody's day going today, though? Chicago's weather is actually decent today. It's not too cold for the moment. You know, it's actually chilling. I can open the windows, let it breathe out the house. So how is y'all guys' day going today? Now, today's episode is a recurring episode. I often do every couple weeks the answering questions of series for y'all. Because y'all ask me tons of stupid-ass questions. I'm not going to hold you. I get DMs on the daily just asking me stupid shit or shit that I want to be mentioned inside the podcast. So this is that episode for y'all. Like I said, I um, I stream on all social media platforms. So feel free to read Look at those and DM you guys' questions and whatnot. I might not specifically answer you at that moment. Um, I might just tell you, yo, I'll answer this on the podcast. So don't be prepared for me to answer your question up front and bluntly. I usually do it on the podcast. Um, that's kind of the whole point of this episode. Now, I had a good couple questions today. It won't be a good, it won't be a long episode. It'll be a slight, you know, qu- quick listen for y'all. But that being said, let's get started. Uh, first question I got is, why are there not as many female weightlifters as male? Now, I could go into a whole episode just of fitness and weightlifting and diagraphics of that nature. But I will answer this the best way I possibly can. The stereotypical women's appearance for years has been slim, skinny, toned, okay? That is what's pushed in the agenda of women's appearance always. Not until the recent years being like 2017 and above did corporations really start putting other demographics of women on their posters, on their ads, on their commercials. You know, you didn't really start seeing big, big, big bitch people until like, I would say about 2017. Victoria's Secret still to this day is very lenient about the size of women they put on their stuff. Other countries, um, not necessarily strict, but they definitely put an agenda out there as far as what they want their woman to look like. You don't go to many other countries and see big-ass bitch women. And if you do, um, they're not necessarily shopping with the normal people. Um, someone sent me a video the other day. of I think it was in Tokyo, maybe. So Japan do better. Uh, of the names of their stores that heavier set women shop at is like Fatty McPhee or like cow parts or like stupid ass fucking names. Like, I can't even give you an example, like Moo Moo Cows or like stupid shit like that, that I saw in this video. It's like, damn, you're specifically calling these bitches fat, even in the name of the store they're shopping at, you know? Um, so to answer your question, why women are not as big as the weightlifting as males are, or is not as widely shown is for that simple reason. We've been told all of our lives, you know, don't get big, don't get bulky. Men like swim women, men like women with curves, but not necessarily bulk. Like, I think it needs to change, um, within 2024, the realization that we have that fitness is fitness, you know, 
I want women to start going to the gym with the mindset of, you know, I'm doing this because I love myself already. I want to keep my body the way it is. I love myself. I love keep me happy. I want to train my body to the fullest of its extent. Instead of going into the gym like, oh, fuck, I hate my body. This is why I'm going to gym. I hate my body. You know, I want to get slim. I want to do this. I want to do that. Don't go into that with that mindset, woman. Go into it with, you know, I'm training my body to be the best body it can be. I'm not changing it because I don't like it. Does that make sense? Female weightlifters and weightlifters in general that are not male Women take a long time to build bulk. Let me let me say that. You have to be going into the gym, lifting heavy, eating mass amounts of protein to really get that quote-unquote bulk that we think about when we think about female weightlifters, okay? There's a difference between being toned and being bulky. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It's more of the stigma that we've put into women's ears for you. A woman's heads for years on why we don't uh, weightlift as much as men do. Um, next question. Should I hang out with my single friends even though I'm not single? Now, this opinion is different for everybody. You know, depends on your relationship, depends on your friends, all right? I... When I'm in a relationship, I don't tend to hang out with my single friends as much. For what fucking reason, okay? Every time I'm with my single friends and we out partying, we drinking, we get hurt, we doing drugs, whatever the fuck we doing, right? It makes me realize how much I love single life. It makes me realize how much I love the freedom. I love being able to party. I love not having to check in with somebody. I love, you know, all the things that single life. I love when dudes flirt with me, yo. I love when dudes holler at me and shit. Like, all the things that come with single life, your single friends without realizing they're doing it, are going to be promoting those things to you. Be like, bitch, I haven't seen you in a minute. We should go out more. Or, you know, fuck that, man. We should go out and do shit more. Like, often things that single friends say in the reality of, you know, fuck men or fuck women or fuck any of this really does influence your relationship. So now you're going home after hanging out with all your single friends be like, fuck, this bored-ass life with this man or this bored-ass life with this bitch, you know? She don't be throwing ass like the bitches in the club or he don't be, you know, flirting with me like these niggas in the club do, which, yes, that's not going to happen unless your man or your woman is just that person, you feel me? So I feel like when you're in a relationship, hanging out with more people in relationships really does stronger or make your relationship more strong. Um, That's just my opinion. I don't feel like once you're single, you hang out with your single friends. If you're not then really don't as much. That doesn't mean you got cut off, motherfuckers, because you're in a relationship that's toxic as hell. What I'm saying is maybe do activities with your single friends that aren't single friend activities, you know? Like, you know, going shopping with your friends is cool, but not necessarily going out to the club every night, getting home at 3 to 4 in the morning, you know? That's not cool anymore because you're in a relationship. So I guess digression, figure out what's good for your relationship and your friends, you know? Everybody's a little different. I hope that answered your question. Um, Next one. Am I? (laughs) Oh, God. I remember writing this question and being like, damn, y'all really bluntly just asked me this. And when I ask y'all to send me DMs, try to send them to me on my professional podcast page. Um, I'm trying to grow that shit more. And this is what this person did is send this to me on my podcast Facebook. 
They said, I'm trash at giving head. How do I fix that? Now, with a little more discussion and realization, I realized this is a girl asking me this question. Because it was an anonymous DM. It was a girl asking me this question, I found out. And honestly, most women aren't quick to give head unless they are. Like, I'm one of those people I like giving head. I like stimulating my partner. I like being able to see their reactions. Um, Most men that give head are either really good at it or really trash at it. So don't feel so bad, okay? Regarding women on man head, because that's what the question was. Um, Lubrication is always key. Um, have a bev next to you, have a beverage, have a water, have a sub, yo, because your mouth will get dry. That it just is what it is. Um, the sloppier, the better, uh, extra spit, extra lubrication, whatever it be is best. Definitely use your hands, bro. Just because it is oral does not mean you can't use both of your fucking hands or even one hand at that matter. Um, I was talking to someone recently and i told them you know women really don't know how to rub a dick properly and i'd be faulting that sometimes too because we be watching men stroke their dick and they be so aggressive with it sometimes so when we try to replicate that dudes are like nah bitch calm down like relax lubrication is key that is number one if you're rubbing a dick your hand needs to be wet with something spit baby oil lotion not lotion. I don't give a fuck, okay? Something to make this plausible. That will also help your head, more lubrication. So those are three tips I'm going to give you. More lubrication, make it sloppier, use your hands. Eye contact will be my fourth one, okay? And I fault at this sometimes too, so don't think you got to make constant eye contact. Don't be staring a bro down, you feel me? But every once in a while, because most will be close their eyes when they give head. Because what are we supposed to be looking at? Your fucking torso? But, like, to be honest, every once in a while, making eye contact, making sure bro is... He should be paying attention. But making sure bro is paying attention and actually engaging with you. Make sure he's grabbing your head. Make sure he's grabbing your hair. You know, actually making your partner engaged makes head so much better. If your dude's just laying there or just standing there pumping in your mouth, that's not really that exciting. All right? Try to engage your dude. I hope that answers your question. I'm going to move on. Um, My body count is high. Does that make me dirty? Well, I've talked about body count a little bit here before on this podcast. I feel like the amount of people you fuck does not matter. Okay? It's the people you are fucking that is important. I often say get tested regularly with every new partner. You should get tested within that week. Um, and a lot of places do testing, Planned Parenthood, doctor's offices, what you have it. You know, always getting tested with new partners. Um, always wrapping up your dick. You know, that's obviously key term. If you don't trust this person that well, you one night stand. If you haven't been fucking this person for a minute, definitely wrap it up. Um, trust is key regarding that. I don't think your body count makes you dirty. Like I said, you could be fucking, you could be 35 and fucked 40 people, okay? Which, you going through people at that point. But like, you could be, and all those people could be clean. None of these people have an STD. Let me phrase it like this for you. You could be the biggest hoe on your block, the biggest hoe. 
and not once cast an STD. You could be a fucking saint, bitch, first time virgin, catches fucking AIDS. All right? Like, it doesn't matter how many times you fucked. Now, in society, having a higher body count for a female, a lot of dudes will look at you like, ew, bitch. Like, you must be ran through. Or they look at you like, damn, she got experience. I want to tap that shit because clearly it's good. Like, there's the only two options. As far as males go, when you tell a female you got a high body count, in my head, I automatically assume, oh, this man a tool. Or I want some of that dick because clearly it's good. Like, prime example, my best friend, yo, she was fucking this white guy for a long time. Well, not a long time, like, on and off, okay? But it was consistently good. She was always telling me, yo, a shit fire. Like, girl, I ain't never been dicked out like that. This head immaculate, like... And me being me, I'm not a big fan of white dudes. Like, y'all just ain't spicy enough for me, okay? You can't take my sass. Eventually, she told me enough times, I was like, girl, I need some of that dick. Like, are you sharing? Are y'all together? Like, what's good? Like, I need some of that shit. End up fucking, bro, best fucking dick ever from a white guy and i would even say to go say he's my top five as far as dicks i've had because and head because dude just knew what he was doing so i don't necessarily say the amount of people matters but it definitely does make a difference as far as the experience you have okay the the better the sex normally is or the more passionate it is it really depends on the body counts you know the the what's the word I'm saying, lack of education as far as sexual natures go. Now, society has really fucked our brains up as far as calling bitches whores, calling men's, um, calling dudes, like, you know, um, tools and shit. Like, it's a hard discussion to really have, but it really depends on your morals and what you think. At the end of the day, Fuck who you want. Do what you want. Be safe about it. But body count really doesn't matter, bro. There's so many people in the world. Fuck it. Anywho's, on to the next one. Okay, I'm a Mormon and my girlfriend wants to have sex, but I cannot. What can I do to please her? Um, Because I don't want her to leave me because she's not a Mormon. All right, so all you Mormons out there, what up, Utah? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, I... I don't know too much about the Mormon religion. I just know y'all extra fucking strict for for no reason. Not to say no reason because I'm not bashing anyone's religion. Y'all do you. But. I feel like there is. How do I phrase this? There's ways in the Mormon religion that I've heard of to get around this. Let me give you two uh, two words that I've heard Mormons use now. It doesn't matter if it's male or female. It doesn't matter what part of the, the region that this Mormon is in. I've heard of soaking. Now, multiple times. Let me explain soaking to y'all for you that are not Mormon. Soaking is pretty much putting the dick or putting the penis into the vagina, but not moving it. So... Literally, bitch shits on top and just sits there. Now, what I've heard some of y'all Mormons be doing, because technically in your guys' mindset, if you're not moving the penis into the vagina itself, like bouncing up and down and, you know, riding it, fucking her, you guys are technically still pure. It's just sitting in there, you know? 
<laughs> kind of like plugging a hole. I don't know what y'all were thinking when you came up with the word soaking, but I find that hilarious. Now, some of y'all be getting risky with the soaking and be having your friend going underneath the bed and pushing the bed up and down. So technically, y'all ain't fucking. You just happen to be riding the wave. You feel me? <laughs> y'all goofy as fuck for that. Mormons, come on now. Get it together. Either change the rules or something because... You got these Mormon youngsters out here, these Mormon jits still out here fucking. So they find a ways. You also got derfing. Now, derfing is more of a female term. That's not broad. You know, you Mormons flood up my shit right now. I'm exposing all the, the young Mormons right now, but sorry. Uh, derfing is dry humping over pants. So you have to have pants on or a skirt or something. Like, you can't just be... Um, Body part to body part. You can't just be undergarments to undergarments. It has to be with clothes on, y'all. Um, that is pretty much just grinding. Another word for grinding. Um, grinding to almost orgasm, if you will. But not to the point where you guys are out here, you know, pretty much fucking each other with clothes on. I hope that answers your question. There is a ways, there is loopholes in the Mormon religion um, for many things. So I don't see why you couldn't fuck your girl, quote unquote, soaking her. You feel me? Uh, I hope that opens your question, dude. Good luck. Um, next question. If I come quick, is it an issue? I love how y'all ask me these questions with no prior knowledge of you, your relationship, what you're fucking, who you're fucking, even your gender. Y'all just be asking me these random ass blunt shit without actually giving me any details. So please give me a little detail shit. Will I blast your shit all over? Probably. But your name won't be in it. I'm putting you as anonymous. So at least give me some details. Um, If you're coming quickly, it could be multiple reasons. You could just be excited, bro. Uh, bitch could be fine as hell. You couldn't have fucked in a minute. You know, there's plenty of reasons why you're coming fast. Some bitches like that. Uh, for real, for real. It gives, uh, the validation like, oh shit, I'm hot as fuck. He must be coming quick because he can't stand me that long. Like, it's, it's too good. You feel me? Like, some girls like that shit. They take it as a compliment, you know. Now... I feel like coming quick could be different for everybody else. Like, you coming five minutes and under? Because if you come in five minutes and under, you better be stroking me, dude. You feel me? You better be putting in work if you're doing it in under five minutes. I feel like respectable coming quick is ten minutes. Maybe eight minutes at that. I feel like anything under eight minutes and you coming quicker than eight minutes, I'm going to be annoyed. That's just me personally. I'm be annoyed because, like, bro, you just getting it good. You just stroking. I'm getting comfortable. Like, don't you fucking come. Like, I'd be, I'd be low key kind of heated. Like, past the point of like, oh, that's cute. He came for me early. Oh, you know, whatever. But that's just me personally. Like I said, some girls really do like that shit. They find it like a compliment, you know. Um, if you come in that quickly every time, uh. I don't know if that's just performance anxiety, like you gotta get it out type shit, or like you just trying to fucking dash type shit. But the way this question was worded, it was more like, yo, is it an issue? Is it a problem? Do girls gonna hate me for that shit? Like, I think you'd be alright. Now, this is a girl saying she comes quick. Congratulations. Like, 
bitch, you winning. Pat yourself on the back because it takes bitches a long time to come. And a lot of the times we be lying to y'all men. We really do. Like, unless y'all giving head and specifically stimulating our clit, most bitches don't come from penetration. Like, yeah, we be gasping. Yeah, we be tearing our breath away because your shit is either big or you stroking it good. But I don't know. Most girls I've talked to, about 15% say they really can't come from penetration. So reevaluate that. Really see if bitches be lying to y'all. Because if you come quick, bitch, get it. Get it, got it done. Because you winning. Moving on. Says, I'm 33 years old. And I've had multiple older women partners, I, but I'm currently dating a 19-year-old. Is that a red flag? Yes. You 33. 33, 34. Dating a 19-year-old? Now, the most recent person I've dated when I met him was 30, 32 dating a 19-year-old. And before we even started dating, we had the discussion. I was like, bro, can you not get bitches your old age? Like, what's good with it? Like, are you just attracted to younger girls? Because that's a conversation we need to have now type shit. Like, what's good? Like, because that's my mindset. That's my logic. Before we even started dating, I was like, bro, are you sick? Like, what's, are you sick in the head? Because 19 is freshly almost 18, which makes me think, how long were you talking to this bitch? Before she turned 19. How long were you grooming this girl? You feel me? Now that's not the case always. You know, some men just happen to young, run into a girl at work, you know, who's younger. You know, they just hit it off and they cool and they Gucci start dating. You know, it is what it is. When you talk about age gaps though, realistically, I feel like you can date older people. Now, I've fucked an older dude myself. Like, it's not the... That we didn't, we were very compatible. We talked about a lot of stuff. I'm very open and blunt with the conversations I have, which a lot of men, older men seem to like. You know, a lot of girls nowadays are very young in the head when their bodies aren't young anymore, you know? People that are born in the 90s and above were really maturing a lot quicker our bodies the way we dress sometimes weren't always as mature i can remember now in sixth grade looking back on the way we dress sometime and bitch what the fuck or like in eighth grade maybe or even late high schoolers how we were dressing is not the same as these kids are dressing now like i graduated high school in 2016 um what's up because the way them the way me and my homies were interacting with each other, the way me and my homegirls were um, linking with dudes already, like, we were thinking different, bro. We were on a different mindset. We were thinking bigger. We were thinking broader. We were thinking about getting houses. We were already thinking about getting cars. We were already thinking about, you know, how we were going to hustle. We were already doing shit like that. As opposed to bitches nowadays who are 18, 19, Coming up in the generation of technology, they're worried about looks. They're worried about views. They're worried about, you know, not saying y'all don't got your bills and money in order because you youngins begin it, you know, but like 
the the difference in mindset is what I'm trying to express. You know, uh, me dating a 40 year old would be more acceptable. It would still be looked at weird because I'm 26, but it's still acceptable because I would understand them on a on a mindset level. 19 year olds don't understand 33 year olds, bro. Y'all can barely understand each other. Like, come on now. I need, if you can't get a girl your age, bro, reevaluate yourself because there's plenty of lonely bitches out here. And let's talk about this because, you know, it's anonymous. Let's talk about this. If there was a 33-year-old woman dating a 19-year-old boy. Now, I'm still going to tell you, bitch, what is wrong with you? You can't get a dude your own age. All these lonely-ass niggas out here, you can't find nobody. Like, you don't need to pick someone fresh out the herd. Like, what the fuck? I be, I be telling women all the time, it's not no cute for you to be a pedophile. Like, it's not no cute for a man to be a pedophile. I'll still beat your ass the same way. Like, I've talked to many people who have gotten unfortunate charges by even associating or even being hanging around younger people. I tell people often, yo, watch what you say. Because these kids are quick to be like, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, this. But then as soon as shit gets too real, they're quick to screenshot their messages and send them to whatever cop they need to. Stick with your age. Stick with your age or above. Shit. That's all I got to say on that. Um, what are your thoughts on what's happening in Israel and Palestine right now? Okay. So... I am one of those people that grew up in a very military household on both sides of my family. Um, I was always growing up supporting the military, supporting cops, supporting things of that nature. That's how I grew up, you know, blue strong. That's how I grew up. And as I've, when I left my father's house at 16, I really started to reevaluate those decisions. Now, I'm still very much you know, support the military, support um, firefighters, support the cops, you know, support people that are doing this shit. But there's a lot of fucked up of you that is making it very hard to do so. So many cops killing innocent people, yo. So many military killing innocent people and killing innocent children over there, you know? Even here, like... Firefighters don't do nothing. Y'all just really be out here saving people. So kudos to all you firefighters, for real, for real, and all you EMTs that are actually about just saving people. There's too many cops with their own agendas. There's too many um big corporate police stations that are set with too many agendas that y'all can't even regulate who's a good cop or who's a bad cop. You got cops out here either shooting motherfuckers or TikToking with kids. There's no in-between for cops. Like, what is up with that? Maybe I need to get some more of the women and the boys in blue on this podcast so I can really hear what their thoughts are about these fucked up cops out here. Because I have plenty of friends and family that go blue strong, which is cool. Y'all do you. But that means you're standing behind every fucking bad cop as well. You're standing behind every fucking bad soldier out here losing his shit because he was deployed in wars or she was deployed in wars that we should never have fucking been in, bro. Like, talking about Israel. There's Israel is supposed to be the chosen people. 
But y'all doing shit like this really is like, bro, your God would not commend of this. And I say your God because it is their God. Their God would not commend of this. All these children being killed, all these people getting refugeed. And, you know, that is what war is. We knew what we were signing. The U.S. knew what we were signing up for when we started doing a treaty agreement with Israel. We knew what Taiba was. They was been looking at other countries around them for years. It picked the the least strongest to attack because Israel is really not that strong of a of a place compared to you know the U.S. compared to Russia compared to Canada compared to most of the Europeans like compared to Africa. To be honest with you, Israel is not that strong of a region, territory, that big of a country, like, realistically, realistically, now that I've talked to a lot of people from outside of the U.S. where they don't get as much propaganda as we do, um, the U.S. is making an awful choice. We're making a choice based on money. We're making a choice based on power. We're making a choice based on economic growth we're not making a choice based on people based on humans which is what we all are yo like the amount of resources here in the world so not just the u.s the amount of resources here in the world is staggering the amount of things we could use our planet for for prosperity the amount of knowledge that people of the world have could be used for such bigger things than fucking bombing children. That's my thoughts. That's my juice on it. I can't keep ranting on it because it's just going to make me angry. But yeah, that's my thoughts. That's my juice. One last question to clear this one out for y'all today. I was trying not to make this a long one, but you know, I ranted anyways. Do you think... That's a stupid question, yo. <laughs> the way y'all phrase things sometimes. Like, did y'all did y'all not teach like learn grammar and shit? Like, what are y'all what is you guys being taught at school nowadays? Let me go into this question. Do you think it's important for children in school nowadays to still be forced to say the Pledge of Allegiance like we were in school? And honestly, y'all not gonna like this answer. But I do. Um we learned that shit growing up from kindergarten, we said it, all the way to the end of fucking high school. Now, towards, I would say, my junior year, senior year of high school, like 2015, 2016, the shift really started to change amongst the children in the school about standing up and pledging to a fucking flag. Now, when me being a very big history person, I love learning all things about different cultures, about history in general, I can honestly see why the flag was such a unifying thing for the U.S., you know, coming against the British war and really not not being unified prior to this, only going by what Redcoat said. You know, the U.S. flag was huge for us. And the more states we acquired, the more, I guess, Native American land we took, more colonizers came through and really started to change the dynamics of America. 
the more the flag changed, the more it got more stars. You know, the original 13 stripes are still there. What you have it. But something that America has lost is really that unification. We've really lost. Everybody wants to be an individual nowadays, which is great. But we stopped realizing what made I hate to say the phrase, what made America great, because I hate Trump. Um, and he ruined that phrase, really. Make America great again was a great phrase. But you can't say that now without being associated with Trump. So I really feel like, yes, we should have that back in school. Really make kids, you know, stand for, what, fucking 30 seconds to say the fucking Pledge of Allegiance? Make all these children unify again and stand up for something. Stand up maybe to group up, to maybe unify the nation as a whole. You know, start start having us all do the same shit again. You know, put put structure into America a little bit more because we're very unstructured right now. Um, it's a, whoever makes the most money has the most voice, which is fucking awful. Um, so yeah, that's my two cents on that. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. As always, I love y'all, and please stay safe wherever you're at. Please keep prospering. Love y'all. Stay safe.